Downtown Bruno is going to be part of 80s Wrestling Con 4 on May 6th. I have him on the line now. Uh, I grew up with you. I knew you as Harvey Whippleman. So Downtown Bruno, I feel like this is a, a, a kind of a full circle moment for you, but also a chance for fans maybe to find some of your work that maybe they weren't familiar with before you became uh, a doctor. And we'll get into that part too. <laughs> but uh, right. but uh, what are you looking forward to most about uh, reconnecting with some of the WWF fans, but maybe making new ones this weekend? Oh, absolutely. It's always great to meet the fans, the ones I knew from before on a personal level, or just the ones that remembered uh, seeing me when I was at the ring and in the ring or whatnot. But that's always uh, nice. It's also great to see some of the guys that I've, known over the years that I hadn't seen as far as I'm talking about other talent, you know, that I hadn't seen in years. It's mm-hmm. always great. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, meeting and greeting one of a lot of those guys. And, uh, yeah, it is a full circle because, uh, you know, I've been in the business 44 years now. Um, and downtown Bruno was how it, uh, began basically. And then of course I became Harvey, like you said, but, uh, since young rock, uh, came along and they featured, uh, a story uh, line, a major character in this in the uh, Young Rock NBC show uh, about Dwayne's friendship with me uh, as Downtown Bruno is uh, revitalized the name big time. So everybody remembers Downtown Bruno now, or the ones that that uh, didn't remember Downtown Bruno. Uh, now they've been introduced to a brand new character that actually started 44 years ago. So it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny when you think about it. All right. So I was closer than I thought with the full circle comment. Uh, right. Oh, you're right on. Uh, hit the nail right on the head. Uh, how's the truck? Fantastic. I, that... I love it. I don't drive it much. I got uh, my other, I got a Dodge Ram that I keep my lawnmowers in the back over. When I go to Kroger's or whatever, I use that. But if I want to go someplace fancy or someplace nice, I take the, uh, what I call my Dwayne truck, but uh, I always park it way far away. I don't want nobody ding it with, the, with the, their, their uh, I don't care if I have to walk extra. I don't care. I don't want nobody ding the door or nothing. It's the nicest vehicle I ever owned, and I'll be damned if I, if I ain't going to keep it the rest of my life. I'm going to keep it nice. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I, I feel like, you know, once you have something like that you're like all right i don't want anybody else near it and i have three young kids and i'm like all right do i want to do i want them to be in the car sometimes but i don't really have a choice right right (laughs) gotcha yes i do want to ask one more thing about young rock obviously there there's some accuracy to those stories because it it was told uh you know and you you had the feature about the truck but uh, obviously they, they play it up for TV a little bit. How, you know, how, how accurate are some of the other stories that you've been around for, like that make it to air? Well, what's funny is, um, all right, first of all, everybody asked me this. No, I never made eggs on the toilet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. But I mean, what, it's a lot of, it's reality, but it's fictionalized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, the stories are based on truth. Excuse me, but some of it they made it, you know, because it's not just a straight up, you know, uh, drama, but it's certainly a, a comedy as well. But it's like a, I guess we'd say a dramedy, 
So they have to make it funny. They couldn't make it just real, 100% realistic. Or it wouldn't have any comedy to it, you know. But uh, it's basically, the stories are on the true side, but fictionalized. Like in, now in season one, when Dwayne and a guy he was with it, that worked with at the pizza place bought him his first car from the from the you know the bums. Well, the truth is, and, and Dwayne has said this on many interviews and many forums that I bought him his first car in Nashville. And from the bums. And there was a bum in the back seat asleep that we didn't even see him back there. It was such a ratty, trashy vehicle. However, just like this storyline-wise, they changed it. And him and the guy that he worked with at the pizza place bought him his first car, which wasn't true. It was me and him together. But, you know, I guess they thought it was more funny to do that. Plus, they were, he was based in Philadelphia or Scranton or someplace like that at the time. Uh, therefore, and I obviously wasn't there. I was in Memphis, so they had to switch that up. But the, the gist of the story was true, just the, the uh, people involved wasn't accurate. Mm-hmm. And that, see, now that you explain it, that's where I got confused because I had heard the real story first, and then I think right. it aired on the show, so I that's where... I got confused. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was a little confusing to me too. But uh, apparently, Hollywood has its uh, has its uh, method uh, method to their madness. I guess you could say. So you I, know what? Hey, the, the way that I relate, there's so many crazy stories that probably did happen in pro wrestling, but they're condensing this into the, a, a 22 minute or 23 minute TV series, and it has to make sense. Right. And I think they're right. They're doing it the right with the best intentions. So. I look at it that way. It's made for entertainment. There's still some real elements to it, but I just I figured I would ask your your take on it since that yeah, was one of the I'm earlier very happy ones. With it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very very happy with it. Very very happy with it. And Ryan Pinkston, the actor who plays me, who plays downtown Bruno on Young Rock, we became close friends. I was actually at his wedding last month. I was invited, and uh, it was. Uh, it was it was just great. I, I've made tremendous friendships with Matthew Willig, the guy that plays Andre the Giant, uh, Kiff, the guy who plays Pat Patterson, Benjamin, who plays Jake Roberts, Mike, who plays Jared King Lawler. I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving. Oh, uh, uh, Kevin, who plays Macho Man Randy Savage. I've made friends with uh, all those guys that are uh, part of Young Rock. Great bunch of guys. I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out. Let me apologize ahead of time. I'm just trying to get my mind right but just a great bunch of guys and it was a great experience you know i'm one of the consultants on the show so i'm, I'm there in the back you know on the set while things are going on uh, a lot of the time too so uh it's just a great experience and i hope and pray we get renewed for another season i, I would love to see that uh it, it's a fun show that gives a, a little bit of a lighter look or some more insight into you know not only Dwayne's career but a lot of the other people like yourself that uh have, have worked with him and seen him come up so that'd be great oh absolutely oh and let me uh here's the two names i forgot uli who plays the grown-up Dwayne, and brand uh, uh bradley who plays the teenage Dwayne, mm-hmm. and adrian who plays the child Dwayne. three great guys three great guys and great kids and i want to mention them too because they're Wonderful people. And Joseph, who plays Rocky Johnson, does a great job. And he's 
and Charlo Guerrero, who was the wrestling coordinator on the show. Great guy. So I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, everybody is just uh, fantastic. Barty Elias, who's the referee coordinator on the show. Another great guy. And I'm looking forward to meeting the fans at the WrestleCon and answer any questions they may have about uh, the experience of, of uh, being involved with Young Rock. Yeah, that, that's another aspect to it. Uh, w- one of the things I, I opened by saying was I, I grew up knowing you as Harvey Whippleman. I, I mentioned uh, you were a doctor. Uh, how did how did that uh, addition come about? Because you were in WWF for a little while. You were a manager for uh, Giant Gonzalez, Adam Baum, Sid Justice just to name a few, but then for a little while you had the doctor title. Do you remember how well, that you remember, came up? Well, if you remember, the doctor, yeah, the doctor title was when I was managing Sid, mm-hmm. okay? Um, if you remember, Sid would powerbomb his opponents or chokeslam his opponent, you know, the you know the uh, uh, preliminary guys, let's call them, and they would be stretchered out, and I would have a stethoscope, and I would, you know, pretend like I was examining them or whatever. And, uh, so he's out. He's done. That was Sid's idea. And uh, Jack Tunney uh, loved it. He says, well, that's Dr. Harvey Whippleman. He said, you know, for a while, that was my gimmick. Um, so it came through Sid. Uh, I, I didn't do it with the other people, just with Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean to get confused. I just I named a few of the, the people. But that, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't think I've yeah. ever heard Sid get credit for that. So, you know. I appreciate yeah, I want Sid to get the credit for it. Yeah, and and and, and it's, you know I, I, that's what I'm on here for, right? To answer answer questions and tell the, uh, the story as accurately as I can. I guess as hell, I barely remember what I had for breakfast, but I can remember stuff that happened 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, some of the other names uh, you were with Kamala for a little bit. Uh, well done, Bertha Faye. Uh, Infamous for being a, a women's champion in the company, the the first and only men's women's champion. Right. Uh, Correct. Do you have any favorite memories from that era? The I'll call it the new generation era, the the early nineties. Just that run that you had being an on screen persona. Well, not nothing that stands out in particular to me. Every day, whether it's WrestleMania or uh, uh, you know a live event in a in a smaller venue. To me, I, I was just another day at work. I love the business. I've always loved the business. I love the WWE. And uh, I just, I wanted to uh, perform to the best of my abilities for any crowd, any event, any venue that I'm at. And uh, I enjoyed making friends all over the country. I enjoyed, uh, you know, traveling and getting to see places a lot of people never would get to see. And uh, I've, I've been very privileged with that, you know. Uh, and uh, anytime, you know, we get you know, a lot of us get down. We get on the road. The, the trip is tiresome. The flights canceled. The flights delayed. Just, I always remind myself we could be digging ditches. We could be digging ditches. So I try to say, you know, positive. Even if I get delayed, can't get home for an extra day, or I'm late, or the, 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 you know, whatever. Hey, we could be digging ditches. So I love it. I love every minute of the business that I've been in, and for 44 years now, and uh, hopefully another 44 if I live that, <laughs> that long. N- nothing wrong with a little positivity, right? I try to be that way. I live my life positive. I live my life with the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior, and I and I just and I I'm, I'm blessed that He blessed me for this the life I've got, uh, and uh, and I'm blessed to get to come to this uh, 
WrestleCon this week, this coming weekend, which is uh, May the 6th. I'm really fired up about it. As you should be. Uh, I have a couple more questions for you. Um, Absolutely. Wanted, Absolutely. Wanted to ask uh, about your time working as a referee. Uh, wh- whose idea was that? Because obviously I, I just mentioned you were paired up with a lot of notable names as an, as a manager. Uh, you, you did some work as a referee. Whose idea was that to sort of transition you to another role in the company? Well, uh, I can't exactly say exactly whose idea it was, but I'll say this. Um, when my uh, managing career started transitioning out, I was still you know, working behind the scenes and whatnot. Um, but as you may or may not be aware, WWE had a working relationship with the Memphis organization, which is my home organization, where I, you know, basically got my first break, got my feet in the, in the wet in the business. Well, I would on my off days when I wasn't on the road with WWE, I would referee. I was a senior referee actually for the USWA, uh, the Memphis organization. So basically, roughly, I couldn't tell you exactly how it came about, but you know they. Different WWE guys would come down to Memphis sometimes and make appearances and whatnot. And they knew I refereed there. And apparently there was an opening. I don't know if one of the referees got fired or quit or that was just they needed extra referees or something. So they just started putting me out there as a, a referee on occasion. It wasn't anything full time, but I, I refereed, you know, when they needed me to. So, I, you know, I hate to give such a vague answer, but I don't really know all the wise and wherefores, but that's basically how, how it came about. And one other thing more recently, uh, you were elected as an alderman in your hometown of Walls, Mississippi. Can you... Correct. I, I, I kind of, And congratulations on that. Uh, Thank on, you. On and being, I got two more years to serve, and hopefully I'll get reelected on that too. There you go. Hey, two more years out of that 44 that you're going to be around. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. In fact, it's funny you said that. We just had a, a, a town meeting last night. We have them every other Tuesday in the in the town hall. And uh, and I love it. I love working with my fellow aldermen and, and the mayor and the people in the in the town. I'm hoping, uh, you know, that we can help advance our town. Uh, we're just in a, we're a bedroom community just just on the Memphis-Tennessee borderline. So we're, we're uh, you know, basically a metro uh, area. Of our, you know, suburb of the Memphis metro area, which, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Memphis is like the 16th biggest city in the United States. So we've got a, you know, a big city right on our in our backyard. So it's, uh, it's, it's you know, we're trying to uh, capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if I understand it correctly, an alderman is like being on the city council. Is that accurate, or can you talk about exactly? What? Okay. No, exactly, exactly. For example, okay, if a guy comes in and he wants to open a business in town and the planning commission has to tell him it's got to be so many square feet, you know, Oh, you want to open a liquor store. It's got to be X amount of feet from a school or a church or, you know, just various things. If the guy wants to open a motorcycle shop to fix motorcycles or something. Okay. But it's, you have to, you know, close down at such, such hour because, uh, you know, the noise, whatever. So, you know, when, when they comply with all the, the, uh, the rules set forth, by the planning commission, then we vote if we allow them to to build, put their business in town. Or if, like, say, uh, the fire department uh, needs to buy some new equipment. They say, okay, we need some new, you know, turnout gear for our men. It's going to cost X amount of dollars. It comes out of the town's budget. 
Well, naturally, we're not going to turn down the fire department for the equipment or the police department needs a new car. We vote on it or, or, the, or we take bids on, on it, you know, things like that. And we, there's a, you have to have a quorum, which means that there's five of us on the board. At least three of us have to vote yes or no in order for that to happen. If three of us vote no, it don't happen. If three of us vote yes, it happens. Sometimes somebody will abstain. There'll be a two and two. Yes, two and two, no. And then the mayor has the deciding uh, vote, kind of just like the vice president does in the Congress or Senate or whatever. So uh, that's basically how it goes. Like I abstained one time. They were doing a thing about truck tractor trailer parking. Well, guys that deals with those tractor trailers is a guy that I've you know, done business with for years. He's a close friend of mine. So I didn't think it would be fair to have me vote on it. It would be a conflict of interest. So I abstained and the mayor ended up taking my vote. So that's pretty much how that goes. Okay. I appreciate the explanation. Uh, we've covered quite a bit from your, your wrestling career and obviously now your, your career as an alderman. Anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? Well, man, just, uh, I really enjoyed talking to you. I can tell that you've uh, done your homework and you understand the business. And I appreciate that very much. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I just want to tell everybody, uh, please come on out to the uh, WrestleCon. Look me up. I'll be glad to talk to you about uh, my career, anything you want to talk about. I'll uh, post the pictures. or you know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to have eight by tens and whatnot there uh, for me to sign and, you know, get a photo up, whatever. And I'll be at the table with two really good friends of mine, the uh, Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi, and uh, Gerald, Gerald Briscoe. Uh, it was a great guy, and there's going to be a ton of other people there, but that's who I'll be sharing my space with. Uh, they'll be sharing their space with me, however you want to look at it. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and I, I hope to meet everybody. and uh, I hope everybody has a great time, and I'm sure everybody will. And come on out. Come see me.